You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. This is a reading from Psalm 119, verses 1 through 8. Happy are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Happy are those who keep his decrees, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous ordinances. I will observe your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. This is the word of the Lord. Please pray with me. Dear Father in heaven, we come before you once again and ask you to be here with us in this place and we trust that you are here. May my words be your words and all of our thoughts your thoughts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. This afternoon, I'm going to tell you the story of the third girl that I ever asked out on a date. Now, the fourth girl that I ever asked out on a date is my wife. So, though this story does end in tragedy, there is a silver lining to this cloud. Uh, This event took place in college, either just before I met my wife or during that dark time when she was gasp dating someone else. Um, I was working at McDonald's and I was infatuated with one of my co-workers. And of course, as is my custom, for weeks and weeks I did absolutely nothing about it. But then one night I was at home and I sort of sitting there by myself and I had finally had enough of myself. I went into the bathroom and literally started talking to myself in the mirror, just like they do in the movies. You can do this, I said. She likes you. Go over there and ask her out. I knew she was working that night, so I sort of got myself all amped up, did everything short of punching the air in front of the mirror, got onto my bike, rode over to the McDonald's, rehearsing all the way the simple but cool way that I'd ask her out on a date. I parked the bike, got in line at the register she was working, and waited for my turn. And finally, the time came. It was there, my moment. Oh, hi, Nick. What do you want? And what did I say? With the opportunity totally teed up for me like that, I'll tell you what I said. Um, a double quarter pounder with cheese, no onions, and a large fries. She got me my food, and I slunk off to a corner to drown my sorrows in all beef patties and French fried potatoes. Well, what happened to me? Well, it's pretty simple, actually. At some point, between the bathroom mirror and the McDonald's cash register, my statement to myself went from, she likes you, to, 
she probably doesn't like you. The confidence that I had at the beginning faded away by the climactic moment. Now, you may never in your life have suffered such an indignity at a McDonald's, but you probably know what I mean. You've had a tough conversation to psych yourself up for, only to totally blow it when the moment comes. It's the way you promise yourself you're never going to make that mistake again, only to find yourself trapped in the same vortex of failure over and over again. This is a totally human story, a story that we find ourselves living through again and again, a story of self-critique, self-judgment, and letdown. And it's the story of human interaction with expectation, with what we might call the law. And it's certainly the story of the human interaction with the law of God. This story, the story of our interaction, our dealing with the law of God, is the story that the psalmist is trying to get across as he begins Psalm 119. Now, remember that psalms are like songs or poems, so they're not going to get directly to the point. A little poetic license is required. But what a poem. Listen to how the psalmist opens. Happy are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Happy are they who observe His decrees and seek Him with all their hearts, who never do any wrong, but always walk in His ways. You laid down Your commandments that we should fully keep them. The law of God is so great, He says, The people who obey it, who never do any wrong, they're so happy. I'm going to be one of those people. You can picture him standing in front of his bathroom mirror. You can do this. She likes you. The psalmist starts off so optimistically. Everything looks so good. There's the law, the decrees of God, and we're going to obey. And we'll be so happy when we do. But then, pretty quickly, things start to go awry. I remember uh, signing up for an astronomy class in college. It's an easy A, right? Look at some stars, maybe learn some constellations, bada bing, bada boom, pump up the old GPA, good night. But then... On the very first day of class, when the professor started writing mathematical equations on the board that were several feet long and literally involved no numbers, was all letters and symbols and the speed of light and time, oh man, I knew immediately that I was in completely over my head. What had started with such optimism had become a real problem. So too for the psalmist and his interaction with the law of God. Listen to how he continues. Things begin to get uncertain. Oh, that my ways were made so direct that I might keep your statutes. 
Then I should not be put to shame when I regard all your commandments. I will thank you with an unfeigned heart when I have learned your righteous judgments. You hear it, right? The optimism that was so joyful in the beginning has changed. Oh, that my ways were made so direct that I might keep your statutes. In other words, how I wish that my ways were direct. Then I could keep your statutes. Then I should not be put to shame. I will thank you with an unfeigned heart when I have learned your righteous judgments. For now, though, my heart is feigned. It's faking. It's pretending. If I'm being totally honest, God, I'm not really that thankful for your law. When I was psyching myself up in the bathroom mirror, everything seemed great, right? Happy are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. But now... When I consider my life, I'm starting to have second thoughts. It's like the turn in the middle of Jurassic Park, right? All the wonder and awe are gone. The sweeping John Williams score has faded away and it has started to rain. The Tyrannosaur is out. All of a sudden, God's law doesn't seem so wonderful. All of a sudden, we're starting to wonder if we should be happy. After all, our way is not blameless, is it? We haven't walked in the way of the Lord, have we? We can't even on our best days claim to have done nothing wrong. And so we come to Psalm 119 and verse 8 which is a long way from verse 1, even though it's only seven verses later. Remember where we started, verse 1, Happy are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. The sun is shining, John Williams is playing, and the Tyrannosaur is in his pen, and John Hammond is talking about how much money we're all going to make. But where do we end up? Verse 8, I will keep your statutes, do not utterly forsake me. This is a cry for mercy. This is begging. This is terror. I'll do anything you want. Please be merciful. Do not utterly forsake me. The law has now done its work. It has shown us our sin, revealed our true nature, and we are terrified. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. The law of God is a tyrannosaur. St. Paul says almost exactly this in Romans 7-9 when he says that I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin came alive and I died. If he'd seen Jurassic Park, he might have written it like this. When the law got out, I found I couldn't control it, and it ate me alive. But later, in that same chapter, Paul has good news for those like you and me who have been eaten by the law. 
Who will deliver me? He cries. From this body of death. Thanks be to God. Through Jesus Christ. My Lord. We who were killed. Eaten. Devoured. By the law. Are now alive again. In Christ. When we begin, we are optimistic about ourselves. You can do this, we think, standing in front of our mirrors, psyching ourselves up. We're like that rich young man who told Jesus that he'd been keeping the law since he was a child. Happy are they whose way is blameless, he might have said, like me, who walk in the way of the Lord. But Jesus, of course, knew better. And so he let the law out of its cage. He released the tyrannosaur. Sell all that you have. Give the money away. Come and follow me. In Mark chapter 12, he says to love your neighbor as yourself. We can do this, we say psyching ourselves up in the bathroom mirror. But Jesus doesn't mean just the neighbor that you barbecue with. He means the one on the other side who you just can't seem to get along with. The one down the street who doesn't look like you. The one across town who is nothing like you. The one in your office who hates you. The one on your Facebook page who seems to have the exact opposite political views that you do. Love them as you love yourself. Mark says that after Jesus said that, no one dared ask him any more questions. Well, that makes sense. Everyone who was listening was cowering in fear. The tyrannosaur had been released. The law of God was at work. And so we, like the psalmist, transition pretty quickly from Happy are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the way of the Lord, to I will keep your statutes, do not utterly forsake me. And we are not utterly forsaken. Our cry is answered, and not because we've given it our best shot, not because we come closer than some of the other people in our lives, not because we get credit for trying. We are not utterly forsaken because Jesus was utterly forsaken. My God, my God, he cried from the cross. Why have you forsaken me? In that great moment, God turned his back on his Son, our Savior, so that he would never have to turn his back on us. The skies darkened, the earth quaked, the veil of the temple was torn in two, the tyrannosaur of God's law was on full rampage. But the miracle of the gospel, it devoured someone else in our place. Jesus Christ, the righteous, his body broken, 
His blood shed for us, for you, and for me. And so the psalmist, it turns out, is singing about Jesus. Happy are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. This is Jesus. Happy are they who observe His decrees and seek Him with all their hearts. This is Jesus, who never do any wrong, but always walk in His ways. This is Jesus Christ, your perfectly righteous Savior. He has been forsaken for you. And on His account, you never will be. He who was blameless, has slain the Tyrannosaur and has given his blamelessness to you. Alleluia. What a Savior. Amen. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us for one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.